0: Hi, goodness. Hello, hello. Happy day 11 of the program. Let's get right into it. Load up those questions. I'm going to try to get through as many as I possibly can today um, because yesterday I talked a lot. We had a really important conversation yesterday. Um, just about sabotage, expectations with weight loss. You know, sabotage is a real thing. I can already see some of you doing it. It's called planting the seeds of doubt. That's what I call it, planting the seeds of doubt. And so I know that a lot of you have a lot of stock in this. You've done all the diets, you've done all the things, you're excited about it, but you're nervous. Is it gonna work? Is it not gonna work? Even if it works, or am I gonna be able to maintain my weight at the end? Like I know how it goes, right? And you you feel this pressure on yourself and, you know, in one sense, people sabotage themselves out of fear of failure and in another sense, people sabotage themselves out of fear of success and, you know, it's just one of those things that it's all about just that our brain and how our brain has come to work and a lot of us feel really defeated after working so hard, putting so much time and energy and money into trying to lose weight and being successful. And then gaining it all back every single time. And again, I'm going to drill it into you that, you know, if you have, have you been trying to lose weight for 20 years, you know, you're nothing but persistent. You're nothing but persistent. It's just that you haven't been doing the right thing or that you've been advised to do the wrong thing, thinking it's the right thing, right? And, and what choice did you have? You wanted to lose weight. You needed to lose weight. You did the diets that were out there. You did the diets on the, on the top five diets of the world's list. You know, you lost the weight, you gained it all back to the point where people now think like diets don't. Work right, the diets don't work, or you know, you can just love yourself the way you are, which you should do anyway. But what if you actually want to lose weight? And here, here's the kicker: is that the body's not inclined to want to store fat. It doesn't want this fat any more than you do. It's just looking for the opportunity to get rid of it. So we're going to do our best to, and I don't like the word convince, but we're going to do our best to show you that this process is worth doing and sticking around for, and that it does work. Um, We're going to start highlighting um, some living losers, some members who've done the program. Um, We're going to be talking to some real people. We're going to try to keep you as motivated as possible. But sometimes that's not enough. And what we can see people doing is planting seeds of doubt. So they'll come into the group and they'll be like, rather than ask any questions or ask for help, I'm really lost. You know, I'm lost. I'm so frustrated with this. Um, or, you know, there's just too much, too much information. You know, I, I can't keep up or, you know, I can't watch all these lives, you know, or Gina swears. I don't like, I'm not into that. So I don't want to watch her, (laughs) you know, all these little, little, what I called seeds of doubt you know, and they're, and they're not asking for help. That's the problem is that they're not asking for help. We're here to help. If you're lost, tell us why you feel lost. If you're frustrated, why are you frustrated? Like, how can you help? When it comes to the lives, you don't have to watch all the lives. Like, what can you do to ease the information? Just take, go at it at your own pace, right? The only p- person putting pressure on you is you. And the program is completely structured that you can just do it on your own timeline. You can pop in when you want, review the information when you want, st- follow through, take breaks if you want, all of that. But it's like, like these seeds of doubt where you're, you're leaving a trail of excuses for yourself so that when you do decide to not follow anymore, it doesn't work for you. You're like, well, it doesn't work for me because of this and, this and this and this and this and this and this and this, right? So this just happens. And it's so unfortunate because this is such a great opportunity to really lose this weight finally and forever. I want you to understand that frustration is totally normal. I'm just wondering how it's going to work, being really frustrated, frustrated that you have so much to lose. It's going to take so long frustrated that you're not losing already frustrated with the bodies the way your body's responding to the process like all of that is just totally normal and we are really here to put your mind at ease and everything that we say and everything that we do and every video that we make is really meant to do that because we really want this to be the last program that you ever do So really watch those seeds of doubt. Um, And and watch that live yesterday. Watch that It's such a great conversation. And again, the the lives aren't great because of me. The lives are great because you guys know the right questions to ask. Today we're talking about being an advocate for yourself, which is really important. Um, Only you are going to show up and and do this work for you. No one else can do it for you. So there's tips on being an advocate for yourself. I've put out five pro tips, my five pro tips for being successful in program and plan. Um, We're going to talk about journaling, the importance of journaling, setting those intentions, end of day reflections. Journaling can be great for that. Journaling can be great for picking up on patterns of behavior. What weight loss looks like, feels like to you. Um, journaling is not counting weight in measuring. That's not what we're talking about. We're also introducing bonus snacks. So bonus snacks are extra snacks that you can add in above and beyond your already regular scheduled snacks. They're not interchangeable, so you still have to have your regular snacks. Not everyone will need them. Some people use them the whole entire program. Some people will never use them. Um, this is for people who maybe like what someone needs when they get up at five in the clock in the morning might be different than what someone needs when they get up at nine o'clock in the morning, what someone needs when they go through their day as opposed to someone who's super active in their day might need more or less. And then of course we have a lot of shift workers who are working 24 hours, right? So they need a little bit more food for that. So if you fall into those categories, check out the bonus snacks. Again, you do not need them. Um, you still have to have your regular snacks. So they're added in on top of and in, and in certain places after your fruit snack and then after your lunch. So they're very specific. There's a rhyme and a reason to where you're adding them. Also another poster for Dr. Pfeiffer. Um, Dr. Pfeiffer is coming on and joining us tomorrow. We're going to talk about anything and everything in regards to water. If you have a question about water, a lot of you guys are asking for advice from him for other things. So these these are the questions that I'm going to ask him. He's not actually coming onto the group and and answering any of your questions like that, Um, you know, responding to any of your questions. What I'm going to do is make a list of your questions and see how many I can ask him in the time frame that we have. So we're going to discuss water. Um, That's it. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. See where you are. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Non-scale victory. Hi, Shauna. I'm dealing with frozen shoulder and a tooth fracture all at once. Oh, that doesn't sound fun. Old me would look for comfort food. Not this time. I'm so proud of the changes I've been feeling with my relationship with food. I love this. Um, we, we have a post on non-scale victories coming out. Um, that's why we call them NSVs around here. Is that right? NSVs? Yeah. <laughs> NSVs. Um. There are all the amazing things that, you know, can happen while you're following the program that have nothing to do with weight loss, uh, which is really exciting. Um, Increased relationship with food, sleeping better, feeling better, pooping better, making good food choices, feeling better about yourself, you know, turning that negative dialogue in your your head to more positive dialogue. Um, I love this, right? Because it's so depressing. Like sometimes, you know, things happen in life. We just want to drink wine and eat chips and then we just feel like garbage, right? And that's not helping us mentally. It's not helping us physically. And I was talking about this yesterday you know it's not when life is sunshine and rainbows where we show up for ourselves it's more important that we show up for ourselves when life is and shit's hitting the fan with life you know so that's a massive huge non-scale victory massive huge non-scale victory yes i do this often especially when i get too confident i lose a few pounds thinking oh i can have this treat okay this is a whole separate thing this is a lot of people do this too this 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 is another form of sabotage this need to reward right so this need to reward, so I'm having, I, I've lost the weight, so then I eat this thing that's a treat for me, but then what happens? Then you get upset at yourself because you ate the treat, and then the scale isn't moving, or do you know what I mean? And that's a really vicious cycle, and it's one of those things, like, is it really a treat if you eat it, and then you rag on yourself about it, you know, and then you get up the next day, and you continue to rag on yourself about what you're doing, or you're not doing, or what's happening on the scale, you know? I'm all for, I'm all for, and I don't like the word treat. If you wanna eat something, eat it, right? Like, that's it. First of all, if you're gonna eat it, enjoy it, right? Eat it, enjoy it, pay attention to what's happening um, up here in in your brain, um, in that dialogue, and then pay attention to how you feel the next day. If you can eat something, And like, just like eat it, enjoy it and move on from it. I am all for that. In fact, that's a massive non-scale victory to be able to do that. But if you keep indulging in things, then you're ragging on yourself and then getting upset about what's happening on the scale. And then furthermore, coming in here and bitching about it, why isn't the scale moving, knowing full well, you're not doing the things you need to do. That's very problematic. That's a really vicious cycle, right? It's like it's like, here's the thing, it's like you go out for lunch uh, with your girlfriend Fridays and you always have burgers and fries and wash it down with some wine or beer or something, I don't know. So you have this great conversation and you're laughing, whatever, you eat your food, you know, you pay good money for your food and then you both leave and you're like, oh my God, I ate so much, why did I do that? Oh my God, I'm so fat, we should go on a diet, let's start eating better, you know, and then you get in your car and you rag on yourself all day long because you're fat, and you feel disgusting and you made this food choice and yet this is something that's supposed to bring you joy. Do you know? And you, something you paid for, you, you know, and the thing is, if you were go to that same meal, right, same, meet your girlfriend on Friday, and you, and you eat something that makes you actually feel good, and you're in tune to your portions that you're consuming, and maybe bring home a doggy bag, you're gonna sit there, you're gonna have great conversations, you're gonna enjoy your food, you're gonna walk away feeling good, and you're gonna be like, oh, that was so great, can't wait to do that again, and no, like, heaviness, and negative, you don't know, make no negative connotation to it whatsoever, so it's not the food that makes you have more fun, it's, it's the company that and the laughs that you're having with your girlfriend, right? It's the food sometimes when we think we're treating ourselves. Oh, let's treat ourselves, have burger and fries. And then we, you know, we, we, we rag on ourselves about it for hours afterwards and then into the next day. Right. So that I don't have any issue when I had clients, personal clients who would be like, Oh, I indulged in this. I'm like, how was it? They're like, Oh my God, so worth it. Awesome. All right. How are you feeling today? Let's get right back at it. Right. So that's how this process and program works, where if you do find yourself indulging in something, get right back at it the next day, whatever you do, don't punish yourself by not eating. That is the worst thing that you can do Understimulate your digestive system, you know, send a message to your body that, you know, it needs your stored fat. Cause if you're not giving it the food it needs and it's got to get energy from somewhere. So that really just doesn't work. It makes you feel better because you're punishing yourself because you know, now you're not eating to make up for what you ate, but that's just not how the body works. In fact, it sends all the wrong messages, you know, um, but that is a real thing. That's, um, that, that can happen. That's why with fresh eyes, we did the fresh eyes post yesterday. That's really important for people repeating the program you know what's to come especially when you've been successful when you've been successful you're like I can do this I crushed this last time right so then you're not as diligent you're letting bits of bites in oh I'll just get back on track I can do this next thing you know you spend the whole program trying to get back on track the whole time right so this is why you got to make a conscious choice you are we've started there's an end date this is the time that you have set aside to follow along in this process to focus on weight loss and to see how much you can lose in the time frame that we have in the most healthiest ways possible so this is the time we set out. So look at it like a course. You know what I mean? That start date and end date, you got to show up. There's homework that you got to do, right? You may not be motivated all the time. You're like this sucks. I don't want to do this. I'd rather not go, but you listen, you want to, you want to follow through and make it to the end. Um, or you can look at it like a journey, right? It's a journey or an adventure. Who the fuck knows what's going to, what's going to happen, but I'm here for it. I'm going to show up every day and see what comes down the pipeline. You can look at it as a project. This is the project. You are the project. And this is what you're focusing on the next few months. Like it's you, you know, you're, you are carving some time and it's not like all going to be sunshine and rainbows. You're, you're, you're you're, you're, you're making a conscious effort to focus on this over the next few months. And that's what I like about breaking it down into digestible bits. And some people will not be able to lose all of their weight in the time frame that you have, but you can do your darndest to lose as much as possible. And then sure, you may have to continue that process or sign up again if you want. We do give you options at the end of the program, um, an option if you would just want to go on your own and continue your weight loss journey. We give you options too. Obviously you want to sign up again. So it's not our thing around here to make you keep signing up. That's why we don't do subscription services. Services or anything like that. We want to give you the tools that you need. So when you, when you leave this program, you're feeling so confident about losing the rest of your late weight. If you have more to lose, whether with us or on your, on your own. So you got to fall through. Hi, Manuela. I had pasta with my dinner last night and feel like balls. Weight is the same. So it would have been down. um, had it not been for the pasta. Yep. That might be true. Um, so this is the thing, right? There you go. You had your pasta with dinner and you're regretting it today. Uh, Some people eat bread and pasta the entire time and lose weight just fine. You know, it sort of depends on like how, how, you know, kind of how you're going to feel about the program process, how quickly you want that scale to move. Definitely like this, you've heard about taking carbs, low carbs, all that stuff. This is definitely not a low carb program. This is the right carbs at the right time and the reason why I'm not so keen on bread and pasta they don't do nothing for you there's like hardly any nutrient value in them do you know what I mean like even if you take black bean pasta and a lot of you are asking about pasta like conject pasta black bean pasta lentil pasta whatever kind of pasta it's not like black bean pasta is not the same as eating black beans not even close not even close so it's the process which is process of making the pasta um, that I have issue with it's not a lot of nutrient value because your insulin levels to go up. And not that I'm crazy pants about that, but we're trying to decrease the amount of insulin your body's used to using overall. So definitely, you know, minimizing those things, um, makes a big difference. You can have rice, you can have quinoa, you can have, you know, you can have your potatoes, you can have squashes, you can have a lot of, this is all about carbohydrates eaten at the right time. This is why we suggest them at lunch when your body can utilize the end, their energy foods so that your body can utilize the energy from them. Right. So, so maybe next time have spaghetti squash. I know that ain't fooling anyone. You, you can't fool me with no spaghetti squash. I'm not, I'm I'm not, even bothering with this spaghetti squash because you can't fool me with that shit um a lot of people do like it we got a great yummy recipe for it so you know kudos to you if you do but if i'm gonna have pasta what i would do is have would have a small amount I'd, we had pasta last night didn't we Yeah, we had pasta last night. Um, so what I would do is have pasta and then have some greens with it and have some veggies on there. You don't have to have, if you're, if you're making pasta for your family, you don't have to have a huge heaping bowl of pasta. You can have the, a small amount of pasta that your family's eating, throw in a side salad with it and saute some, some vegetables to go with done easy peasy do you know what I'm saying or pizza night pizza night if your family does pizza night on Friday nights you don't have to eat three pieces like you would three that would be six but whatever you have to eat three pizzas like you would have have one slice and also have some you know leafy greens on the side and add some vegetables carrot sticks something like that to go with it do you know what I mean um, but that's the sort of the thing, it's like, it's one of those things that, um, that you know, if you make these choices, you know, and then you're ragging on yourself, I, someone the other day was talking about feeling punished, like, you know, I ate this, and I felt like I was going to get punished, but I wasn't punished because the scale didn't move. The only person punishing you is you, at the end of the day. Sorry, I just got sidetracked reading this. Just curious, if it's okay to ask, I would love to hear how you came about finding the secret of the living method. Was it trial and error over the last 30 days? As a returning member, I can see how the process works. So I did talk about this. I did share my story, and this is a big part of that. Was my sort of my weight loss journey. Um, I had I've been working in the fitness industry since since I was about fourteen years old. Um, as a personal trainer, teaching aerobics. Um, I worked my way through high school, worked my way through university, working at gyms. After university, I went to a gym and I've been doing it ever since. And so I had always been helping people with weight loss. And um, back then it was calories in versus calories out. It was very simple. And if you've heard my story, then you know that that wasn't working for me. I was hardly eating anything. I was teaching all these aerobics classes. I just kept getting weight, gaining weight, weight, weight. So then what happened was, you know, fast forward to after I'm done university. I'm living in the city and I'm teaching classes. My my weight is up, way up. Um, and uh, about 200, 225, twenty five, two fifty. Um, I know when I got on the scale, I was two twenty five, and I knew I had lost a considerable amount of weight. So, um, I didn't really have scales. Didn't get on scales. Didn't want to, you know see the scale. I didn't even see really. Do you know what I mean? That my I know a lot of you talk about not you don't really see how much you've gained until you sort of see yourself in a photo anyway I digress so what was happening is I met my now ex-husband and he was a chef and you know when you date you start to eat and what was happening to me is that the more we went out for dinner and he cooked for me and stuff like that um, the more weight I would lose and this didn't make any sense to me because everything I taught everything I was teaching my clients was you simply count calories you eat less you exercise more that is it that's how it is done and, um, that wasn't working for me. And the more I ate, um, the more I lost weight. And within a year I had lost something like eight, like 80 pounds or something like that. Or six months I had lost 80 pounds. I'm getting so old. I can barely remember the story at this point, but I lost a lot of weight. And to the point where people were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just eating. And they're like, no, what are you eating? Like how many calories are you having a day? And I was like, I'm not counting calories. I'm just eating I'm exercising. So then I started really looking into this because I've I've had a fascination with it. I realized pretty much my entire life. Um even when I was when I was when I was um after I was getting a divorce from my husband, he was really sick, almost died. He's still very sick. He's on dialysis. And he's actually just got a surgery yesterday's really not well. And um, our our marriage didn't last through that. And I was at a point in my life where I was like, what the heck am I going to do? And I was trying to figure it out. And I was I was helping people lose weight. And I just finished, you know, working in television. And I had my own studio and I had all these things. And of course, like just freaking miserable in life and you know this big thing had happened with my marriage and and my children's father and I was like what am I going to do so I was like you know what I have the opportunity to do whatever I want to do so I'm just going to figure out what it is I want to do and go for it do I want to go back in TV like what is it And I'd always been helping people lose weight, but I always looked at it as my side job. It's a job that I had in high school, it's a job that I had in university, it's sort of a job that I had, you know, whatever. Then I got into television; I worked into television for years, and that was sort of still my job. I always did it on the side, so I never really looked at it as a job. I looked at it kind of as a waitressing gig. Do you know what I mean? And so my mom, um, I was talking about this the other day. Brought some photo albums up to she came to visit me, and the one thing I asked, you know, before she dies. I hate to say that. It's awful. She's not going to die for a long time. But anyway, um, I want your photo albums. I don't want the house. I don't want your money. I don't want nothing. I want these. uh, She has this thing of photo albums, you know, old school photo albums. That's what I want. So she was cleaning out her basement or renovating her house. She's like, here, I'm just going to give you two now. And she brought them. And so I was going through and I found this thing called, um, I found this flyer and it was, from the GNFC. It was a a flyer that my, my best friend and I, when we were in, when I was 10 years old, um, we painted my parents' basement. We were going to open our fitness studio and, you know, I was going to help people lose weight. I think at one time there was one person who was overweight, Jennifer Payne. I charged her a dollar, um, and she would come and we'd do these fitness classes and stuff. And not that I was obsessed or nothing like that. Right. But that finding that flyer and my best friend wanted to be a doctor and she's a doctor now. And, um, I, I got that flyer and I looked at it and I'm like, Oh my goodness. I have been doing what I've always wanted to do like I've been doing this you know fitness and weight loss thing and I just I love doing it and I've been like obviously I've had an interest in it because I grew up thinking I don't know what I want to do I don't know about you I went to university I don't know what the fuck I want to do um you know I finished university I don't know what I want to do you know I just didn't know what I wanted to do and I just sort of you know just you know, after university, I, when I was in university, we used to go to this fitness club in Toronto called Body Alive. And it was where it was a who's who of Whoville went to, you know, exercise and do these classes. Exercise, like Robux was very hip in the, in the, in the 80s and 90s. And, um, so when I was done university, I was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I want to go work there. And then I ended up getting a job there. So anyway, um, what I realized is that I'd always been doing this. I had a massive, my point is I had a massive fascination with this. And so when I started to lose weight by eating more, I was like, what the actual F is happening. This makes zero sense, zero sense. And so then I just hit the library, you know, looking into microfiches and, you know, studies and journals and you name it and trying to figure out what was going on. You have to remember back then, insulin resistance, inflammation in the body, um, not a thing. Not a thing. Metabolism, metabolism. What the fuck is that? No one, well, no one was talking about any of those things whatsoever. So then I went into diving, about how the body processes the foods, and we're talking like this is like the internet just sort of started. The internet was I was still on fucking dial-up. Okay, dial-up. Ding, ding, me, ding, e. You're on it for two seconds, and it shuts down, and your lights go off, and you know whatever. So at the library, trying to figure it out. Um, then I got into books um, about. Then I went down this rabbit hole of toxins and food additives and what you should eat and not eat and all that and I just for a long time was almost obsessed with um and in the phone fo- like the internet is so great now because i'm always like googling stuff not to, not um, not dr google even my doctor googles okay well my old doctor now i've got a new doctor she doesn't seem to google as much as my old doctor which probably what makes her so great anyway that's a whole other thing um but you know there's a lot of information out there that's more accessible than ever we are finding that our members group over group over group are more knowledgeable the kinds of questions you are bringing to us are not the same questions that i was getting four years ago they're so much more complex they're so much depth to them like people are really trying to understand their health and wellness so I just went on this massive mission to try to figure it out and so all along I've been helping clients individually um and so with clients I would like let's try this let's try that like I have been around long enough to see the progression of the diet industry um you know all of it low fat no fat you know combination of both you know um you know doing the high fat and then doing low fat and you name it I've seen it I've done it with my clients. I'm um, even eat right for your blood type. Eat right for your blood type actually kind of is a thing. But the, what the reality is, is that if you are in tune to your body's needs, you will just naturally choose foods that are most appealing to you. You don't have to go get your blood work done to test that. I would do this with my clients all the time after working with them and being in tune with them, take them to the grocery store. Okay. Of these fruits, what's most ap- appealing to you? Pick the fruits that are appealing. Write them down. Of these vegetables, what's most appealing to you? Write them down. Of these proteins, whatever. What, you know, some people do really well in protein, some people not so well on protein. You know, it just sort of, everybody is a little different and that's what this program is about. It's a little bit of everything. It's the best of the best that I know that works. Like there is some truth in what you are being told with those diets, but this quick fix and how quickly you lose and the whole mentality of eating less and exercise more intertwined with it just messes it all up. Um, so even I remember back in the day with nuts and seeds, they used to be vilified. You could never touch a nut and seed. Remember the low-fat area? The low-fat Era just screwed everybody up. Low fat era made everyone fat, I swear. Um, you know, I remember watching Oprah and Dr. Oz talking about because I've been, you know, talking about I've learned a lot about nuts and seeds. You should eat nuts and seeds. My clients said, I can't, they're gonna make me fat. I'm like, don't no, they? won't your body needs good fat, your brain needs fat. You know, you eat the fat, you know, there's enough good fat coming in. The fat, you know, your body's gonna be reluctant to let the fat go. That that makes you fat and so I remember when uh Dr. Oz okay he's a bit of a quack now I'm not gonna you know I don't know I'm not I'm not a Dr. Oz fan let's just put that out there I don't like the fact that he's selling something new every week um so I'm not into that at all but back in the Oprah day he seemed a little bit more sensible and he talked about nuts and seeds and how and with his partner who actually you know is pretty good at what he knows And talking about how they don't make you fat and how you need this fat. I remember screaming at the TV and being like, okay, oh my goodness. I remember Oprah gaining and losing and gaining and losing. I'm like, what is she doing? Can she not find someone to help her lose the right way? The Biggest Loser, for example, right? Do you ever watch The Biggest Loser and that you got big people and they're hardly eating anything and they're working out and then their weight doesn't move or their weight is up and then they vilify the person. You must have been eating donuts. The person's like, I swear I wasn't eating donuts. I did everything you said I've hardly eaten anything work my ass off well then you should be losing weight or they're overtraining, stressing their body and their body's feeling you need to store fat right like there you go it's right in front of people's faces so I just kind of figured it out as you can tell I have a bit of a passion for it <laughs> that's how I really feel um this is supposed to be about me, me answering your questions I know I am answering those questions but a bit of a long one and so it's just a lot of common sense that, you know, people, um, you know, I may not be a, a, a nutritionist or a dietitian, but I have learned a lot by working hand in hand with thousands of people. Like when someone pays you to help them lose weight, you better fucking help them lose weight. And when you live in a small town and you're helping people lose weight in your small town, you can't be seeing them at the grocery store and having their weight, you know, come back and them gain the weight back. Do you know what I mean? Like I really out of necessity for my career and what I was doing needed to figure out a way for myself to maintain my weight but also for my clients to be able to maintain their weight and over the years I've just gotten really good at what works what doesn't work and just kind of figured it all out do I sit here and think out do think do I did I did I come up with a secret to sustainable weight loss holy fuck yeah I did. At least it seems like it. I'm not to toot toot, but man, I've been doing this for 30 years. Um, you know, I've been like immersed in it. It's been my whole entire life. Um, I've worked with thousands of people, 100, 100, 100,000 people have run through this program. Tony's been scouring the universe trying to find something similar to it. People touch on it, but they're always tying it back to calories and dieting is big business and the, and the diet industry ain't going to come out and say, oops we're wrong, oops, we're wrong, you know, and, and that's the thing, calories in versus calories out, it works, it doesn't work for sustainability, and weight loss is bigger than that, weight loss is about the issues, and the associations, and the habits, and, you know, cr- creating new habits, and it's so much more than what you're eating, and when, and, you know, if you, if you spend five minutes in this program, you're going to quickly figure that out, it's less about the food that you're eating, that's the easy part, just do what we say when it comes to the food, not blindly, ask the questions about it, but literally, we've told you everything that you you need to do. Just follow that long day in, day out. It's up here. This is the part. This is the part that's it's going to make you, you know, either be be here successful at the end or it's, or, or it's going to cause you to fail and bail. And I've learned that from just conversations with people. And so when I used to work with uh, personal clients, they would text me all day first with email then text me all day every day everything they eat their bowel movements how much water they're drinking how they're feeling everything they eat like a hundred times a day when i first got with tony i had like what five fifty clients 50 clients, and I'd just be ding, 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 all day, every day, on vacay. You name it. He's like, you are working again? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's what I do. And um, and so yeah. So then that came to a point where I was um, very successful with my clients, and uh, a TV company, uh, friends of from because I used to work in television. Um, the the people from television uh, who on this television station came to me who I used to work for and like we see what we're doing you're doing and we want to in on this and so I went I sat there and they're like we want to make you the Tony Robbins of of the diet industry and this is what I want I want to put resources out there to make it you know for you guys to follow and I want to spend my time motivating you and getting you to do it and helping you along the way on your journey and so this was really appealing to me but I didn't know if my program would work if people couldn't ask questions and now it's evolved to the point where yes like the literature and all that and and we're working even harder on that, um, but I was like, I'm not really sure. I, 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 it's not about making the money for me. It's about actually helping people. And I don't want to put something out there that you know I know works for people, but they get discouraged or frustrated because they have no outlet for asking questions. And then hence the Facebook groups, and then through the Facebook groups and the evolution of them, I've sort of figured out a process in helping people, not just you know what they're to eat and when, um, which is sort of all my little things, all the best of the best of everything that I know works, and then in, in a systematic order where when you're making changes and helping the body address issues and then it addresses those issues and then levels up it's just like you keep just leveling up and leveling up and leveling up and level up and my whole life I've all always been about leveling up and if you've been with us for a while we've leveled up everything the groups the book the app like I, I just been that's how I've been my whole entire life you don't have to knock everything away and start again you just have to level up on all the things that you're doing that's why I showed you the book yesterday right I showed you guys this yesterday this was our original book you can see our new book. Like talk about level up, you know? And and I thought about that conversation yesterday. It really resonated with me, but this need to be perfect. Like so many people need to be perfect and they're so hard on themselves when it comes to dieting, when they're not perfect. And it's not about how perfect you are. It's about showing up every day and leveling up and leveling up and leveling up and just improving everything that you're doing day over day over day over day. And if you have one day where you're in bed, and you're just drinking wine, eating chips all day. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. You're still going to reach your goal, right? You're still going to, get there just like I had some days where man you know I just didn't I didn't feel like waking up but I got up anyway I remember there was a time where my my son was in the hospital when I started a group and I was going live from the freaking hospital with my son there like you know you just you just keep going you know you just keep showing up for yourself you don't give up on yourself you don't give up so so that's the story of how these all sort of came about and now we have a team of over 50 people um behind the scenes all like sitting around every day trying to figure out how to help and um it's just such a feel good um thing every day to know that this is what we do everyone on our team just loves showing up for work every day that's what i'm saying like we really are here for you you know so uh, that's my story that's how i came about it obviously there's a lot more to that now we got a whole now we got a whole science science and innovation department um you know researching the science behind the program Um, we have ruth kane and her team at the university of ottawa um, just got our two-year government grant to study the program so ah even with that like that's just like oh my goodness you know there's a lot of people that have come at me over the years you know you don't know what you're doing and how dare you lo- tell people to lose weight and they think I'm doing this they, they look at one week of the program and they just like you know what I mean there's so much bullshit and noise unnecessary noise out there and I just kind of block it out and just stay focused Tony says this to me a lot you know when people are say this or say that is that is this helping people lose weight I'm like no you know is, is okay you got this problem with like Facebook deleted one of our posts yesterday I'm like what am I going to do It's like, you know, is this is it ultimately is this gonna affect people's journey, right? Is this is you know is this gonna affect people's journey at the end of the day, is it gonna help people lose weight? And that's what we stay focused on, group over group over group over group. Um, if you're paying attention, our business is growing so fast, and that is because of you guys, spreading the word. (laughs) It's because of you guys. We're not doing nothing. You guys are just doing spreading the word. But we sort of figure if we just stay, we stay focused on helping all of you, we're going to be successful in the end. You know, let's get into more of your questions. Let's get into more of your questions. Hi, Kathy, love the program. Done the mall, same results. This this method is the panacea of the mall, healthiest uh, way to drop the weight and change the mindset, not just the body. Yeah, absolutely, you know, absolutely. Um, that's what it's all about. It's it's about losing it physically but also mentally in a way you can sustain. Hi there, I Cozier, Cozier backs Cozy, cozy Rebecca. Is that your real name? Is that your real name? Um, I'd love to know how to pronounce that. Errands took longer than expected yesterday. By the time I got home, it had been four hours since breakfast, over 3.5 hours max. That is recommended. I was really hungry and ready for my fruit snack. Should I consider myself too late and carry on with lunch when I'm ready, or is it better to have a fruit snack even though I'm a bit late? Great question. So, what happens if we have breakfast? We're out and about and, you know, we come back and it's lunchtime or it's after lunchtime. So, you do have options. You can have that fruit snack and then and push your whole day back if you have time depending on what time is dinner um, but really the best thing to do is just kind of let it go if you don't get it in just skip it and go to the next meal or snack coming down the pipeline so you know it's fine if you went to breakfast to the fruit snack and then you know kind of push your day back um, but you don't want to be eating too late into the night so um, if ever you, or, or say you eat lunch and you're in a business meeting that goes like three hours whatever and you you missed your veg snack, like if you have time when you come out of that meeting to eat your veg snack and still get your nut and seed snack in, great, you can do that. But if you had lunch and you're in a meeting and you come back, you can just go straight to nut snack, right? The, the thing is, is you don't want to consistently be skipping meals and snacks. I definitely wouldn't stress if you skip a snack here or there. I definitely wouldn't think that skipping meals or snacks is going to get you ahead because it's not. I know for some of you, that's so insane, the concept of eating more, Um, but the more consistent you can be. We want the food plan to become something that the body can rely on it's very familiar with it's very second nature that's why we're going to work it work it work it work it and then we're going to mess with it then we're going to make changes to it that the body is going to notice so so the more consistent you can be the better but i honestly wouldn't stress about you know skipping a few meals and snacks and so you can if you have time to get it in get it in and if you don't just skip to where you are at in your day so if you come back from the meeting and it's lunch time you can just have lunch or you come back from your meeting and it's nut and seed snack you you know you can have that nut and seed snack however that works. However that works, don't stress. It had suddenly occurred to me while people ask about eating sweets and ice cream, etc. on plan. I could never understand why these questions came from, but I realize now that every other program allows you to skip good healthy foods so you can fit in the junk. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've made, oh, I'm about to go off on this. Calorie and point counting doesn't address health and well being and it focuses on the treats. So messed up. The treats that we vilify ourselves. There's a lot of work that we need to do to undo all of the hard work we put into losing weight. And I have a real issue with, you know, the WW um, because if you, most of the time, if you look at their, most of the time, if you look at their, or they used to be, I haven't seen them in a while. If you look at their Instagram page, it's like how to make cookies on point how to make cakes on point how to make there's not a fucking vegetable on their instagram page sometimes like and it shows nine or 12 blocks and it's all about eating healthy and yet it's it's about how to have your cake and eat it too but get heads up they want people to lose weight they also want it to get it back they don't want to teach you nothing about sustainability because how many of you have been doing weight watchers for 20 freaking years right? You know what I mean? Because they, you lose, you gain, you lose, you gain. It doesn't actually deal with like what's happening up here. They're starting to get into that. I think because they have no choice because they're, people are ragging on the diet industry. Diets don't work. So like for example, when Weight Watchers reinvented themselves, they didn't reinvent themselves. You don't reinvent yourself if your shit is working. What was happening is their sales were tanking and they were realizing and studies came out like less than seven percent of people like less than seven percent of people actually move on and sustain their weight from weight loss for a period of over three years their numbers were shit in terms of sustainability their actual numbers were shit in terms of how much people overall actually lost and so this was starting to come out at a time where people are starting to rag on the diet industry the body positivity movement was sort of coming up and people were realizing how harmful physically and mentally diets were and so weight loss Weight watchers had to sit in their boardrooms and think, how do we stop losing money? Let's reinvent ourselves as being healthy. I know people who are doing Weight Watchers to lose weight who aren't losing weight and they and now they're just promoting eating healthy. Well, it helps me make better choices when they want to lose weight. That's the problem. Weight watchers, you people want to lose weight, and it's one thing to sell them, you know, a healthy lifestyle, but there's a massive difference between eating healthy, as you guys know, and eating in a way that's healthy way that's gonna help you actually lose weight. If you just try to eat healthy, it's going to take you forever to lose that weight because we're stressed out. We don't get enough sleep. We're always prioritizing other people. Like We're not providing the platforms and the opportunities and the resources for our bodies to, to focus on fat loss in the first place. It's one thing to give a body what it needs, you also have to give it the time and the attention and focus on all these other things to help with that, right? So it's just more complicated than that when it comes to healthy eating. So absolutely. Our cheat days make me crazy. First, if they're not cheat days. If you want to eat it, just eat it right but then if you eat it and you rag on yourself about it that's really problematic and that's where we really want to get to we want you to lose your weight so that you're calm and when you do calm about the choices that you're making calm when you go out for dinner and and family events calm when you're on vacation calm when your weight fluctuates. calm just calm about the whole thing calm about the whole thing you know so that's a big part of that hi Rebecca good morning second round for me and loving everything about this program especially learning to change my thinking after years of dieting yeah down 4.5 pounds for a total of nine 19.5 nice listen to Gina she's a real deal and everything she says is true yeah yeah well I wouldn't bullshit you (laughs) there's too many of you at this point and some of you know where I live man I wouldn't bullshit you on this that would not that would not bode well for my career at all um again with the I love that the scale is moving for some of you I'm gonna also every time someone talks about that we're gonna celebrate that on the other side of that also totally normal for the scale not to move yesterday we did a great post why is my weight up? So make sure you check that out. All the different reasons and ways where your weight can be up that have nothing to do with actually gaining weight. And you know, so many people still coming in at this point saying, you know, I'm doing everything, but like I'm doing everything, but my weight is up. Thoughts? My thoughts are... Okay, that's how it's supposed to work, you know. So make sure you watch the living method video, the detox video, the scale video, and the food plan video. Those are really, really important because you want to understand what you're eating and when and why. And then you want to also want to understand what's happening on the scale and why and what's you know how your body's responding and why. So definitely check those out. As a shift worker, I utilize bonus snacks during my turnaround day from shift to shift. So helpful. Yes, bonus snacks are there for you. Um, please use them. Um, you know, some people really need them. Some people won't have to use them at all. Let's scroll down a bit. Let's scroll down. Good morning. Feeling good. Same weight for three days. All good. I know what's coming. Yeah. So we'll get that a lot. Um, people are like, my weight hasn't moved in a couple of days. Your weight weight not move for weeks. Um, that's just kind of how it is. This is why it's such a great idea to start journaling. We have a post about that. So it's way too soon at this point, but you want to start picking up on your body's um behavior and responses, what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. So jotting down how you're feeling and then what's happening with your weight, and then you'll come to notice like you're the kind of person that your weight goes up. To Two pounds, right? And you you know, maybe have a headache and you feel kind of bloated right before it drops the next day. And then some of you will drop, 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 and then you'll have a little bit of a plateau. And then other you will have big drops. Like you didn't lose like four pounds overnight. That's been coming down the pipeline. But by the time it's translated on the scale, you see these big drops, right? So you really want to understand what weight loss looks like and feels like to you. So you get to pick up on those patterns. Because next we're going to talk about supporting the body and detox. Again, detox, the very loose term that I use to describe when the body's focused on releasing fat and how to keep it there. Some of you are like, how long does this last? Oh my God. You want it to last for as long as you want it to last for, because that means the scale is moving along with it, right? So you want to support the body. Make sure you're continuing to drink water. Make sure you're maybe getting to bed earlier. Like, you know what I mean? Doing the things you can to keep the body focused. You work so hard to get that scale to move. You want to keep that body focused on moving the scale. So that's going to be the next part of our conversation. Um, and the and the body detoxes all day, every day. So th- this isn't something we're making the body do. This why I don't like detox teas and cleanses. I'm not a fan. They just, they just don't work um it's all about i mean maybe they work in the fact that you're giving your body more liquid if you're drinking more liquid on a a tea cleanse or whatever the body doesn't need help it's got kidneys it's got livers it's got its own way of detoxing it doesn't need our help just us but what it does need is the proper resources in order to help it detox like making sure you drink enough water and that kind of thing uh, ba-ba, ba-ba. Hi, Vicky, Good morning. Had a non-scale victory last week. Was going out for lunch with my sister and cousin and pulled out a pair of shorts that last year were very snug, too snug to be comfortable. Okay, I love this. So some of your bodies are going to change. Like some of you, you're not going to lose a pound on the scale, but you'll drop literally dress sizes. And then you will obviously drop. The whole goal is weight loss. You're going to lose. But it's amazing how much your body can change and the scale not move. So we get this a lot at the end of the programs where people are waiting to, they have, you know, we all got those clothes in our closet right at the back. Um, we, where people are, and also I'm going to talk about getting rid of those clothes that are too big. Get rid of them. Don't keep them in your house. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. Um, but people will pull out clothes and be, and by the time they wait to get to the weight that they think they need to get to, they're too big, because what what weight loss looks like when you do this program, I guarantee you, is going to be radically different than when you've done any other program. We we have one of our um program specialists, uh, who's now uh, heading up our learning and training department. Um. Rebecca, she lost 100 pounds and she showed a photo of 100 pounds lost when she was doing like, I don't know, keto or low carb and working out every single day versus losing 100 pounds on this program and not working out at all. And it, it, you, know, what you realize, especially if you're following our Libby Losers and what you'll see in the photos that we're going to be presenting each week when we do our Libby Loser Spotlight is what weight loss, healthy weight loss looks like. Real healthy weight loss looks like it does, when you look at our our members who 've lost a lot of weight they don 't look like they 've lost a lot of weight by starving themselves for the last few months. They look super healthy they 're shining from the inside like it's a it's a really massive noticeable difference so what you know losing for example, like losing like forty pounds on another diet is like losing you know like losing twenty pounds on our diet is like losing forty pounds on one of those other diets. So it's just it's different. It's it's healthy weight loss is a lot different um than you know starving yourself, forcing yourself, but you know, to kind of weight loss. It's it's radically different. So I love that. So pull out those clothes sooner rather than later. Before you know it, uh before you know it, uh <laughs> they're not gonna fit good morning feeling great today good sleep last night and bonus down one pound okay so here we go christina your weight started to move now you want to be as consistent as possible get that water in when you're in detox that scale is moving water tends not to be important but this is when you want to make sure you get it in not more than you need but you want to keep up with the amount that you need right because you want to keep the body there try to eat as early as possible tonight to get your body to give it another good sleep to get that deep in that REM sleep because that's what your body needs to keep that scale moving right that's what i mean this is a perfect example weight starts to move you want to keep keep it moving, right? So I love that some of you are going to, you're getting the best sleeps of your lives already. Um, you know, um, some of you are getting interrupted sleep because the scale's moving and you're going to detox. Um, we're going to really focus on that moving forward. We actually have a, a, a sleep expert who's going to come into the group and we're going to have conversations about this really important. Not that you, you know, not that you need more sleep. Cause I know some of you are like, I'm a shift worker. I'm never going to get sleep, but it's all about helping the body get more quality sleep. That's what that's about. Some of you are new moms. I know you have getting interrupted sleep, whether you like it or not. So there is a way again, small, Tiny improvements, small tiny improvements in everything that you do. drink your water, in your food choices, managing your stress, moving your body, in your sleep—all of it can add up, make a huge difference. Where are we? Time, I gotta go. I gotta go. Um, two, two, two. Okay. Hi, who talked? I love the lives. I'm struggling this time. I'm going through a bit of depression and really struggling to want to eat. I'm doing the token bites, but I'm concerned it's not enough, and I'm depriving myself as it's been days. Let me read this. As it's been days of this, should I be concerned or keep going as is? Okay, so, okay. I love the lives. I'm struggling this time. I'm going through a bit of depression. I'm really struggling to want to eat. I'm doing the token bites, but I'm concerned it's not enough. And I'm depriving myself as it's been days of this. Should I be concerned? Okay, so, you know, whether you're sick physically or sick mentally. And I don't mean sick mentally. Yeah, I do mean sick mentally. Physical sickness or or dealing with mental illness, right? Or struggling mentally, however you wanna frame it, whatever you wanna call it. Um, It's a real thing, it's a real thing. And that's why we have the sickness protocol. It's not for just when you have a cough or you have a cold. It's for mental, emotional stress. It's emotional stress. You know, You know, someone has, that you love has passed away. You have broken up with a, a someone in your life. You know, you're, you're struggling with friendships. Whatever that might be whenever you are struggling. Our bodies are there to protect us. And, you know, maybe what you need probably is more sleep. And there's probably a reason why you're not all that hungry. I'm sure you're not, like you said, you want to eat. So this isn't a matter of you're not trying to eat. And so the reality is that our bodies needs change day to day. And our hunger levels are always in flux. You're going to have some days where you're so, hungry you're feeling like you can't eat enough that's why you want to make sure you're hitting your meals and snacks making them nutrient rich drinking your water so it's actually that you're hungry but you know some days you're going to be really hungry and then some days you're not going to be hungry at all right in which you're like kind of doing those token amounts now you can sort of look at this as kind of you know i don't know your pattern with this obviously um but you know if you if you kind of have bouts where you're 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 feeling depressed and your appetite just kind of goes along with it you can just kind of go with that you know maybe put the program on pause and, and not put any pressure on yourself to follow through or do anything. Just honor where you're at and take the time that you need, um, you know, and then pick up and do the days where your appetite comes back and you do feel like it. You know, this is about you and your journey and your own timeline that you're doing that. So there's no pressure for you to show up and perform or follow anything if you're not feeling like it at the end of the day. And, you know, and, or you could take the other side of it and be, and we've, I've heard this a lot from people who were really de- dealing with emotional stress and being depressed, that they just did what they needed to de- do each day. Very, very robotically and they just did it and you know in a sense it helped them because it helped give their body the nutrients it needed and they found that it really helped to prioritize themselves do you know and not pressure to lose weight so you don't want to do it because you want to lose weight you do it because you know that you want to give your body everything that it needs so it can you know work and perform its best right and so I wouldn't do it and move forward with I have to lose weight and then if you're not doing the things that you you need to do to lose weight or you're doing the things and that. Scale's not moving because maybe you're just doing the bare minimum. I would just reframe it right now. What's most important is your mental health and wellness. It's always your health and wellness is the most important thing. And that's why with this program, like we do get a lot of people who get really fixated on it and they start to get depressed because of what's happening on the scale, and I have to remind them this is not a punishment, this is meant to be fun. It's just a way to prioritize in yourself yourself. It's a way to lose weight in a healthy way while you learn to connect with yourself, you know, to lose your weight in a way where you can just move on and get yourself out of this weight loss fight, right? So, I mean, that is the end game behind it, but this is also a really great program for just leveling up your health and wellness and your mental health and wellness along with it. So, you know, here's what I would say, go by how you feel, right? Like how would I feel if every day I showed up and at least I did the bare minimum and I just was, you know, really proud of what I could get done, right? Right or how would I feel if I just 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 left it alone and just you know just really met myself where I'm at and just kind of focused on where I'm at with this you know maybe shelve that for a little bit you might be like ah oh, kind of sad like I do kind of want to do this I want to be involved with it I'm maybe not doing my best but I think I could you know do what I could can do to make the best choices I can I'm not going to be perfect some days are going to be better than others but you know I I do want to do this or maybe you're like you'll feel relief and be like. Oh, yeah, man, I can't right now. I can't. I mean, there are times in life where something has to give, and with this program, you have to spend so much time prioritizing yourself. Sometimes in life, you just can't do that because you know you have to prioritize other things, or maybe the, you have to prioritize a different focus. You know, like you can see, showing up and prioritizing yourself would only just be a benefit. But if you look at that as being a stress and an extra thing that you you don't have time for, you don't have energy for, then that's okay too. That's okay too. Just because you signed up you know i decided the start date and the end date doesn't mean that it fits perfectly into your life there is never a good time to focus on weight loss because I find there's always something getting in the way. And that's why I think maybe showing up for yourself and doing what you can do is a benefit. But sometimes we can have all the time in the world and we just don't have the capacity. And maybe you just don't have the capacity to focus on this right now. So my last uh, words of wisdom for you, I do have to jet you guys. Uh, so that's my time for today. Remember, if we don't get to your question, I see a lot of people asking questions after the fact. If you don't get to your questions after the fact, post them on the question of the day page or any of the other posts, the team will answer there. So we don't come back in and do written, qu- written answers. Um, your questions are there to spark conversations. So keep them coming. I love them. And if you really want an answer to your question, pop it over on the question of the day page, the team will answer it there. Remember, we also uh, post all of these as uh, podcasts over on a podcast that you can watch on all podcast platforms. Have an amazing day, everyone. Great conversation. I mean, this is what this is about having real conversations about this journey. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm here for. So, uh, keep those questions coming. Have an amazing day. I'll be back tomorrow at